Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Everybody. Welcome to Rooted Deep. This is Reba. Allison and I are here today. And uh, we are kind of, you know, we, we talk about Allie. We talk about all kinds of stuff on this podcast. Yeah. We talk about, oh, you yeah. know, serious stuff. Uh, we talk about anxiety. We talk about depression. We talk about, you know, and we talk about fun things uh, like, uh, you know, right. jewelry and, and uh, mission trips and things like that. But today we're talking about maybe this could be maybe your all-time favorite podcast. This really could. I'm not sure how it's going to go today, but it could be your favorite. I think so. And it's it's one that I actually woke up early, even before, because I was like, oh, I'm waking up early for this, but I'm excited about this this particular topic. I I love it. Uh, No, yeah. So a lot of people know about the five love languages. You've read the book or, you know, somebody's asked you, what is your love language? Well, you know, there's there's supposedly there's five of these. Well, I really discovered since I've met Allison that there's actually six. Uh, he forgot to put one of them in there. Uh, and the sixth love language that is missing from the book that is definitely Allison's love language is coffee. It's coffee. That's all it takes, really. It's coffee. Yeah. yeah. It's true. And, you know, and I've seen that before. Like the five love languages with, um, with coffee is, you know, the whole words of affirmation is, uh, I love you more than coffee or, you know, or right. the, the physical touch is like, I just like holding my cup of coffee. I can, I can incorporate coffee into my five love languages anyway. Right. And I'm, I'm holding a cup right now. Right. So. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Allison and I have, we, we have several jokes around coffee, some, some not so funny and some funny, but, uh, but Allison and I have, we've, we've had fun through the years traveling mm-hmm. into foreign countries together. Um, and you know, when we're in a place that we don't know that well, I'm pretty by the book. I'm yeah. okay. This is where we are. This is the yeah. map. Let's try to stay in this kind of zone here. Mm, um, yeah. But Allison is not so much by the book. Uh, so we have a policy that if we get separated and Allison, basically what that means is if Allie wanders off somewhere by herself and doesn't tell anybody. Right. Which happens. Yeah. Breaking the cardinal rule of travel. Um yeah, but then, and we can't find her, then this is the rule. Allison goes to the closest coffee shop, and that is where we will find her at. Yeah. Uh, because we know she'll be happy, and we know mm-hmm. we can usually locate that. <laughs> and I will be, I, I'm not running around. I'm sitting down. And the funny yes. thing is, it might not be a coffee shop. It might be somebody who is making coffee, because we've been in some villages. And yes. I'm like, no, I smell coffee and I will get distracted and I will go fine. And I could be in somebody's living room, sitting on their porch or sitting in the middle yes. of the street with a cup of coffee because drinking. that's my, that's where I love. Yeah, yeah. Drinking coffee. And we've had coffee in, uh, well, you've had coffee. I've sat and watched you drink coffee Yes. Um, yeah. because I'm not a coffee connoisseur by any means mm-hmm. of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, I just never grew up. I didn't grow up drinking it. My family did, but I didn't. My parents drank it black. Yeah. And so because they drink it that way, I didn't, it was just always like bitter. It was always like, oh, this is horrible. Why do people drink this? And yeah. uh, so then as I got, you know, into adulthood and all of the coffee shops started coming into mm-hmm. and everybody was drinking oh, something, yeah. I, I did learn to drink a lot of cream, a mm-hmm. lot of sugar. Yeah. And a lot of flavoring. Yeah. And ask, to cover the coffee base. 
please don't give me too much coffee in this thing I'm drinking, you know? Yeah. So I remember early, see, when we lived in East Tennessee, um, and I, this is where I just, I, I just understood coffee. It was so important because we would have to leave at the crack of dawn because we were living in Friendsville, Tennessee, but we, uh, my mom taught school um, about 45 minutes away. So we'd have to, and she would always stop at a McDonald's um, in Lenore City and she would, the drive through window, and she would say, I want a cup of coffee from your freshest pot. And she didn't want any coffee that had been sitting there for a while. It had to be from the freshest pot. That was always her phrase, a cup of coffee from the freshest pot. But it wasn't until I got here in the Dominican that I loved coffee. When I was 13, 14 years old, we would go into the mountains. And we're on a tropical island, so for the most part, it's hot here. But once yeah. you go in the mountains, it's cold. And, and it's cold and humid and damp. And so you're kind of, you always have a chill on your bones or whatever. And so at nighttime, the pastor's wife would always make cheese bread and make this really strong, really sweet coffee. And I feel like that's where my, I'm not going to call it an addiction. That's where my um, affection, if you want to call it that, my okay. affection for coffee, <laughs> we're just going to call it <laughs> that. Um, my so affection nice. for coffee started. and. Uh, and, you know, because, and, but it was around a table and it was, you know, sitting there and, you know, so I can say it's probably may, may, I can, I can justify my love of coffee because it was ministry related. And oh, there, so we that's how, there we go. There we go. Well, and you know, I there's so many justifications. I get it. Well, Hey, you know what, you know, I don't think so much, you know, I've been reading a lot of articles. I read a lot. And so, I mean, I, I see stuff all the time now that, Hey, a couple cups of coffee a day is really actually yes. good for you. Right. And uh, so, you know, as you monitor the caffeine, but yes, a couple of cups of coffee are pretty good for you. And we've, you know, uh, I know you remember when we were in Cuba, um, we would walk through little areas and people would have things on their door indicating what they sold right. and a coffee bag on the door or a coffee, you know, just a, an empty like coffee bag, bag. Yeah, yeah, on the door. Um, and we were, I never, you know, I'll never forget being in that lady's house. So we were sitting there and Somebody came to her door and she had a little table off to the side and she had a little a, a, a china cup and she had the saucer and she had and, and that person came in and bought a cup of coffee from her and she poured him a cup of coffee. And I'll never forget the look on your face. You were like, oh, this is so cool. You just yeah. walk in, you buy a cup of coffee. Yeah. That's yeah. my kind of village. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and we enjoyed it. And the coffee, it was so it was so funny because we're everybody's had you know, everybody that likes coffee has heard of Cuban coffee or Cafe Bustelo or whatever. And um, it's not the same in Cuba because what stays in Cuba is probably the lower end of the spectrum as far as coffee, um, as far as quality concerns. I mean, a lot yeah. of the people that we spent time with said that all the good stuff is always exported out. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, you know, what the, the people, it, but I think there was something about just sitting there with some people and just drinking a cup of coffee in their, you know, in their own dishes. Um, and, and I yeah. hate, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of fancy. I do oh, not you like are. drink coffee from a paper cup or a plastic cup. I have to have, um, yes. I have to have it in a nice, you know, ceramic or porcelain mug. And that's just the way I am as my mom's like that. Uh, and so I don't like drinking from a plastic cup, but in the, in the Dominican either, if you're sitting with somebody and, um, and they offer you coffee. It's gonna be in. It's gonna be in a tiny little cup. It's gonna be on a saucer. It's gonna yes. be with a little napkin and, and and a spoon to stir it with. And um and it's just there's a little bit more of a. I think there's a little bit more of a ceremony to drinking coffee here in um, in the Caribbean. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's just kind of a, um, it's like a little presentation. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, even the coffee shops, you know, mm-hmm. really nice, you know, people yeah. sitting down kind of doing the, doing the coffee thing. And, um, so, but, you know, through, through what we do working with women, um, and now our new adventure in Guatemala, yeah. coffee mm-hmm. is actually becoming more of something that is providing job, good jobs, mm-hmm. opportunity and sustainability for women, um, mm-hmm. who are in desperate need of something to keep them safe, something to provide food for their families. And, and, um, and so all of a sudden I've gotten into coffee, um, and not, not like you think, you know, not like, oh, okay, Hey, we're, you know, we're having a cup of coffee sitting over here chatting, but actually, Mm -hmm. um, dare for more has just launched dare for more coffee and, uh, and it's Guatemalan and Mm -hmm. it's a specialty coffee. And which yeah. is kind of cool because I think nothing, I mean, honestly, Allison, I thought coffee is coffee. No. Yeah. But coffee yeah. is not coffee. It is apparently. not. Apparently. No. no. And during, this is funny, during the, during the pandemic, my favorite coffee company here in the Dominican is Santo Domingo Coffee. And they offered classes um, on, on just the smell of coffee. And you could join a Zoom class um, and actually listen to an expert, a coffee expert in just the aroma of coffee. And so we, me and Anna, we signed up for a little zoom class. And before we got the, before the class started, it was supposed to start at five o'clock on a Wednesday night. Um, but before they got, before the class started, a box arrived at our door, everybody in the, whoever had signed up for this class all over the country, a box arrived at that door with an, uh, um, an orange, a lime, um, a couple of pieces of chocolate, some, some coffee, some Santo Domingo coffee pouches and some sugar, some salt, some just different things in okay. and a couple of cups. And it said, just come to the meeting, uh, on zoom, make sure you have hot water. And that's the only thing. And so we started, we started from just smelling lime. Then we would smell chocolate. Then we would smell coffee. And we did this whole class. It took two hours. I've never been like, just oh, it was just on how to how to recognize the importance of how aroma affects um, affects coffee, and right. with with the Guatemalan coffee, I think it's interesting because it is specialty coffee. And the very first thing they check, it's on the scale. There's a little there's a there's a coffee scale, and the first it thing is. on that list is fragrance and aroma of the coffee. And uh, Santo Domingo coffee says the, the the flavor begins in the in the aroma. And so we had to sit there and smell the coffee. And I'm like, I just want to drink a coffee. And they're like, no, it's a whole thing. We had to smell everything, taste sugar, taste salt, taste yeah. chocolate, taste left. And then we, can, we would understand a little bit better how to score a coffee based on its aroma. And so, um, so tell us about how your coffee scores. It's just really interesting because. Yeah. yeah. So apparently there's specialty grade coffee which mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Okay. So that's not the stuff you buy at the supermarket. Right. Um, you know, which, you know, which no, you know, I'm not slamming the supermarket coffee, but it does go through that process. And then it just sits on the shelves and sits in trucks and so forth. So the specialty grade coffee, uh, gets a score. Ours has a score of 84. Mm-hmm. So apparently that's really, really good. High quality. Yes. yes. Anything above, anything above eight is very high quality. Anything above 70, a seven is considered very good. Yeah. Okay. But eight is like off the charts. 
Yeah. Okay. So this is, yeah. So we've got the specialty grade coffee. And one of the things that if you're really into coffee is that it's roasted at origin. Um, So the coffee is not, and I'm learning what that means. So coffee can be picked green. Yeah. And then it can be shipped uh, to wherever. Like, for example, you could pick it green in Guatemala. You could buy it from a wholesaler and ship it to the U.S., and it would yeah, be definitely. it would be it would be green coffee beans. And then through the process, it would you you would then roast it in the US, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between that coffee and coffee that is actually goes all the way to uh maturity there in Guatemala, picked at the perfect time it's supposed to be picked. And then picked right, and then it goes through the roasting process. So that's right. a big deal. Yeah. So, so the specialty coffee is roasted at origin, and uh, so here's the cool thing about it. Uh, and this was the part that blew me away because I can we 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 partnered with a great company down there that is teaching. They're doing two parts for us. One is we're starting. It's all women operated, all women mm. owned. They buy coffee from women. So <clears throat> we've already started, you know, by kind of partnering with them. We are working through the process of working, helping women who grow it. Yeah. So a woman grows it, she picks yeah. it, mm-hmm. she roasts it, she puts it in the bag and she sends it out. And so it's, it's helping women from the very first time the plant's put in the ground all the way till it create becomes a bag of coffee. And so what's cool about it is our orders come in on Monday and Allison, this blew me away. Uh, thanks to a, a shipping deal, it'll arrive at your doorstep on Thursday. Wow. Depending uh, yeah. if you live in most places in the U S you're going to get it on Thursday. You, um, awesome. and so, so it was roasted on Monday mm-hmm. and it lands to you. So it's, it's roasted at origin. And it's also totally fresh. Um, yeah. And you're getting it delivered right to your doorstep. And uh, so far, everybody that we just launched this in March. So yeah. uh, we started testing it in April or uh, not April in um, in February, January and February. We did a few yeah. tests. And uh, then in March, we launched it. And so you can buy it by the bag. Just one bag. That's all I want is a bag. And uh, you can get that or you can get a subscription which mm-hmm. will be delivered as often as you want it to be delivered. Yeah, monthly, uh, weekly. Yeah, yeah. I've so seen you can, that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so you can set it up to be delivered right to your doorstep so you get a fresh, it's yeah. whole bean. Let me ask you a question, Reba, though. Yeah. How are you, have you tried the different, or has anybody, I know you haven't, um, have you tried, I didn't mean that to sound like really uh, Yeah, sure you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did sound snarky, didn't it? Uh, have, you, have you decided which is the best way or has the, has the company told you, okay, this is the best way to prepare our coffee? Because, you know, as, have you prepared it cold brew? Have you prepared it in, a, in an electric pot? Has anybody yes. gone that far yet? Because I would be yes, willing to do Yeah, actually so. Um, in fact, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the ways I think that, and I didn't know this either, so again, more learning, but one of the ways to really see what a coffee really, really tastes like is drinking it cold, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. So yeah. you make it, and you get it, let it go cold, and then you taste it cold. And what does it take? Can you taste the flavors? So uh, we have had a few people who've made it, who have made it cold, 
yeah. and oh, and yeah. have that yeah and loved it thought it was great mm-hmm. um you know we do it whole bean or ground you can get it yeah. either way so if you don't have all the fancy equipment you know right. uh like i know if you're into coffee you you get it probably whole bean you've got a grinder and like ali when i first met you you had something called a greca and i didn't even know what that was mm. yeah. um yeah yeah yeah. Well, a Greca in the Dominican is that that's the Dominican word for what we call in the States. It's a mocha pot. And when we say mocha, it's M-O-K-A. It has nothing to do with the mocha with right. the chocolate and the coffee. It's, it's a M-O-K okay. and it's on the stove and it looks very old fashioned. And see, yeah. that's how Dominicans have been making coffee for years and years and years. And so all of a sudden that became a thing in the States. Everybody's got their mocha pot and they're so like, um, there, this is how we make it fancy. And he us in the Dominican, we're like, that's how we always make it. That's how the poor right. people make coffee down here. Everybody yeah. has one. Now, everybody has one here, and it's made of aluminum some, most of the time. Yeah. Um, and and it, But it's got a rubber handle, and every household here in the Dominican Republic, that rubber handle has already melted off because right. it's sitting on the fire or the open flame. And then, yeah. you know, and nobody thinks to pull it off a little bit so that so everybody, nobody has the handle on their, on their mocha pot anymore, but it, you put water in the bottom and then coffee in the little, in the little, um, basket. And then it perks up through. Okay. All right. We are, uh, okay, cool. Uh, you guys know that Allie records this. We record this, uh, via zoom and she is in the Dominican. And so we had a little, just a, there was just a little glitch there, Ellie. I, I, maybe the signal was coming in and then we heard people in the background. So this is the real, I mean, this is, a, who else does a podcast like this? I mean, this is like street experience right here. Yeah, they were right. selling, yeah, he was buying batteries and, and anything metal, any scrap metal he was driving by on a- Okay, on that's a, what that was. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, tell him to quit interrupting our podcast. We're having this great I'm podcast about here. For crying out loud! Crying the, out and, loud! And so anyway, and and so and what the thing about the mocha pot is, you can hear it bubbling up, but you can also smell it. The smell is amazing. And this okay. is one time I was in the Dominican. It was during a hurricane. Um, it was a it was a, it was a tropical storm, and um, it was really bad. It was five o'clock in the morning, and we were in at the school. Um, getting out the school had flooded and so we were literally buckets and sweeping out the water um from the school building and all of a sudden mid-sweep i smell somebody on the street is is brewing coffee and so i'm in the middle of a tropical storm i run out to the middle of the street and i just start yelling who's brewing coffee who's brewing coffee as loud as i can and this two doors down this little old lady comes out of her house she's like i'm brewing coffee do you want some Absolutely. And so she does, she has her mocha pot there and she brings it out on a, on a, in a saucer on a little tiny teacup and she pours me a coffee. And so that is, you know, that's a quintessential Dominican moment because everybody can stop, even in a hurricane, you can stop, brew a mocha pot and, and um, continue on your day. And it makes a little, yeah. So yeah. Have you have this little moment, right? So, so yeah, because you've got like, you know, before I kind of started hanging out with a bunch of coffee snobs, that's what I call them. Um, but these really people who have high quality taste in coffee, let's put it that way. In that, doesn't that mm-hmm. sound better than coffee snobs? Um, I oh. mean, you've got grinders and mm-hmm. you, you know, where you grind it, you buy it by the whole bean, you grind it fresh. And then you, you know, you make your cup, whether you make it in a drip or whether you make a greca or whether you do pour a over. Yeah. pour over or I there's pour over. 
Okay. Okay. So what's okay. So what's the difference? Okay, Allie, what is the difference? <laughs> I'm waiting for you to ask me. I'm like, tell well, me, I will tell you. What is the difference between, I mean, what is the difference between the way you make the coffee? Well, I don't understand. Tell me, explain. I think the most basic way to make coffee, and this is what most people, most of us do, is that is that you know four cup or eight or ten cup electric mm -hmm. coffee pot that's considered it's got it's a drip coffee, yeah. and that's and, and so depending on your style of coffee, that's not bad, but it's just water boiling up through and it just kind of drips down, and so that's just kind of but it doesn't it doesn't get the full essence because of the way it's made, it doesn't pull out all of the oils and the grounds that have been released once you grind the coffee. Okay. Um, that's a good way to make coffee. There's, that's not, uh, that's how I make coffee. If I have a lot of people in my house. Um, but if I'm, and, and, and some people like the Keurig, the little K cup. Um, yeah. and so that's a, that's a, I get up, I get up in the morning. There's nobody else in the house that drinks coffee. And so that's really good for people who, um, who only it's they're the only yeah. person in the house that so they can, they can just do one little, one little drip, um, one little Keurig and that pushes the water through, but that those K cups have been you know, sitting there and processed and it's, you're brewing through two layers of plastic, which I'm not a big fan of, but I, I do have a Keurig because at the, you know, and they've made, they've made the Keurigs a little bit, you know, they, Cafe Bustelo has a brand, the Mick Coffee, um, the, the McDonald's brand of a K-Cup is actually quite, I like it, the McPremium or whatever. Um, okay. I like that. You've got your K-Cup. And then um, if, you, if you're feeling especially, yeah, if you're feeling especially uh, snobby, which sometimes I wake up and I'm, I wake up in a, in a mood. And, uh, and so I have, you have to have, you do a, what you, what we call a pour over. And okay. that is where you've got, you've got your coffee, you've got a filter in the top, but you boil water on the side. Now this is, again, this is kind of old school because Dominicans have been making this, this, this way for years. I had to make it like this in college because I didn't have it. We weren't allowed to have coffee pots in our room. And okay. so think about it. You can either pour it through a stock, which is, that's what I did in college. You, well, you have a hot <laughs> <laughs> This is desperate times. Um, okay, go ahead. And you put the coffee in the sock and you pour it through, and that is a pour over. And so that was pour overs. That was four person pour over. I got in it. But now I have a really nice gooseneck tea, tea kettle that pours the water, and the gooseneck makes a very thin stream of water, and you just huh. start pouring it over your grounds. And you wet, you wet the filter first, you warm up the bottom of your cup so it's not going into a cold cup. Um, and it. then you just pour the water and, and you, can either, you can actually see it foam um, up above just because you're moving it around and you're pouring it slowly. So it's a lot more slow than a drip. And every, you're not just like dumping all this hot water into the ground. Okay. You're, you're actually taking a thin stream and you're just moving it around and making sure every grind, every ground of that coffee um, is slowly being soaked with that hot water and then it's okay. dripping. Through. So that is a really good way to make a good cup of coffee. If you're feeling especially fancy or if you're feeling a little bit snobby or if you want a little bit of ceremony, a lot of us coffee drinkers like ceremony with the moment of our coffee from start to finish, whether it's we have our favorite mug or we have our favorite seat to drink our coffee or something. We always like ceremony that goes around around okay. with it people who just drink out of k-cups no offense but there's no ceremony to just plopping a cup in and slamming down that lid i do it but there's right. no ceremony there's yeah. no ceremony um, there's no ceremony to it and so if it comes here it is you know and um but that's a pour over and then you've got your mocha pot and then um like you said earlier and this is the way cold brew coffee now that it's hot it's getting hot summer's summer setting in um 
that that is just a really neat way to make a good cold cup of coffee. Now you don't brew your coffee and let it get cold. That's what that's what stay-at-home moms do. They're drinking cold coffee because they brewed a cup of coffee and then they got busy and they forgot that their coffee was there. And so now they're drinking it cold. That's um that's just that's one of those things that that um you actually sit you 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 let it you let coffee grinds just sit in cold purified water overnight and it that's how you that's a good way that's how you can cold brew at home you just get a pitcher yeah. of, a pitcher of water uh-huh. pour it and it's cold water and you you and so it's a one to four ratio one part water or one part coffee four parts water i'm more of a um half and half i'm like lots of grounds lots of water um and then you can you can make your cold brew that way and that's a really good way to go ahead and then you have it in the morning and you make it you mix it with your milk and ice and you get you have your cold coffee to go and so that's I know that there are people sitting listening to this podcast and their jaw is like halfway dropped right now because they're like <laughs> how does Allison know so much about coffee <laughs> I mean trial and error there you go so I mean really if you um if you want some exciting new ways to make your coffee uh oh, yeah. call Allison right and uh but yeah I mean what I think is so cool is that something people love so much, you know, because if you love coffee, you just love coffee. And I mean, I know people who, people growing up as a kid, they used to make it in the morning. And I mean, they would, they, they had those little, what I, what we called a percolator as I was a kid, yes, but it was a larger and it would sit on the stove and it kind of had this little thing that you could see at the top in the lid. Yeah. They would make that thing in the morning. And I mean, people would be going by there all day long. People would just be yeah. drinking just coffee, 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 mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so if you're, if you're one of those people who you, you love, every, you love a great cup of coffee every now and then, uh, or if you're one of those people who are like, no, I, I like it like every hour, <laughs> you yeah. know, I like a great cup and of coffee, you know, four or five coffees a day. Um, I think what's so cool about that is that coffee can do such cool things, uh, right. you know, from our, these, you know, from like, if you, if you, if you kind of trace your coffee all the way back and you mm-hmm. think about this woman in Guatemala, who is a female producer of coffee and she's right. growing it and she's harvesting mm-hmm. it. And that is what is feeding her family. So, mm-hmm. it, and, and she's been taught how to do that skill so that she's actually, it keeps her, her family uh, fed, but it also mm-hmm. really keeps her safe. Um, because she's, she's no longer in a desperate situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and she doesn't get into a crisis point, whether that be through trafficking or whether that be through abuse of uh, some Mm -hmm. other sort. So here she is, she's growing this coffee and then she sells the coffee. And then there's a lady who's actually roasting those beans and who's actually, uh, bagging that coffee up and shipping it to you. And that woman's employed and has a job And, and that doing the same thing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that coffee makes its way to you. And if you buy the coffee from us, yeah. there's this third layer to it. And that is not only is it helping a community, not only is it helping women, but it's also helping us build a safe house. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and if you think about the process of coffee from start to finish, and if you spiritualize that a little bit with just how, what a person needs to, what goes what happens in a person's life, the process, if you can think of the process of sanctification, mm-hmm. or if you think of the process of just how many people get involved in a person's life and yeah. how many people go through. Um, and it's, it's exciting to think about that, the, that the coffee, especially the dare for more coffee is, is, a, is, is able to touch somebody's, uh, to touch so many different lives. 
you know, and, and doing oh, something yeah. that we, like we in the States or us coffee drinkers are like, we're going to get our coffee from somewhere. Our coffee right. is going to pass through somebody's hands and somebody is going to benefit from yeah. our purchase of coffee. Why not make it, um, why not make it something that makes more of an impact um, yeah. on this? Yeah, that's what I love about it. In fact, we have our, our little slogan for our coffee mm -hmm. is, does your coffee do this? Yeah. And, you know, you should because... put like a little coffee cup with a cape, like a superhero cape. On yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, does your coffee do this? You know, does your, yeah. does your coffee have the capability of, you know, of helping? Um, mm -hmm. And because it's just so simple how small acts yeah. and small changes can have such a ripple effect. I think so many times about that phenomenon of the throwing the pebble in the water and watching the ripples cross the water. And it's so true that somebody, you know, in Connecticut can buy a cup of coffee and that piece of co that cup of coffee uh, then goes shipped to their door. And the chain thing that made all that happen is helping so many people along the line yeah. and it's helping us build a safe house. Yeah. Uh, so it's really crazy that um that coffee can do that but it can and you know jewelry does it for you yeah. on your side yeah. of the world uh, as you work with mercy and and we know uh, so many different great people who use different tools and different mm -hmm. things that they use that create that same impact um right but for us right now it's coffee, coffee. Yeah. uh yeah and it's i'm coffee. grateful for that i'm glad because yeah. I think it's so funny every time. I mean, when 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 we were in when we were in Africa or when we were in Ecuador, if everything I did started and ended, no matter what country I'm in, it's got to start coffee. and end with with coffee. And oh. conversations are started over coffee, and yes. um, and Bibles are studied over coffee. Mm -hmm. And I think I think there's just a way. It's a neat thing to use as a connection point. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's let's go have coffee. Let's sit and talk. You know, some of our counseling moments have happened. Um, oh, yeah. over at a coffee shop or over, um, over, over a cup of coffee. And I think that's where so many connection points can be made. Yeah. And you know, churches now, a lot of churches have coffee yeah. areas uh, of their yeah. church where you can actually go and, and that's cool because now we're producing five pound bags of coffee. So mm. you can actually order a, if you would like to, you know, a bigger, you've got a bigger venue or you've got yeah. a bigger group that you're, uh, you're ministering to through coffee or whatnot. You can actually right. buy a five pound bag of coffee and same process, same, everything's mm -hmm. exactly the same yeah. as it is for a smaller bag. It's just that you get five pounds of coffee. And, um, you know, so whether you, you know, run your own little shop and you have coffee for sale or whether you mm -hmm. have a church, you know, coffee mm -hmm. shop or whether, you know, you're at home and you're just sitting mm -hmm. there with a cup of coffee, I do think it gives people an opportunity to kind of sit and to talk. Because uh, I, I tell you, I bet I have, I don't know how many pictures of you I have uh, in my in my thing from through the years of us traveling. Mm -hmm. But I can, I would hate to know how many of those pictures have you with a coffee cup in it. <laughs> yes, I, I can probably tell you. It's, it's probably yeah. almost every picture. And it's not every picture only because we were in ministry. We were outside playing soccer with some kids and nobody would let me play soccer with my coffee. And oh yeah, I love um, it. and that's just that's my. Stuff. I took pictures on Sunday with two cups of coffee on a piano, and um, yeah, and I have been late to church before because I was waiting for the coffee to brew. Um, they're starting. <laughs> I'm like, they, I'm like, I can't. They can't start without the piano player, and so I'm just strolling in, putting my coffee cup on the piano, and getting started. But I do think it's exciting. So tell us, Reba, how okay? How if I want to subscribe 
If I want to get a cup of coffee a month or if I want to get a cup of coffee or a a bag of coffee a week, how do I do it? Yeah, just go to dareformore.org. That's our website. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you just want to go straight, you can go to dareformore.org backslash coffee. And uh, it'll take you straight to the page. But if you just go to dareformore.org, which is our website, and click on the store. So just click on the shop and you'll see it. It's right there. there, You can buy it. Yeah, you can get it by the bag, which, you know, what what I know is that a lot of people would want to try it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, hey, I'd like to try it first before I start subscribing to it. Um, And so, of course, after this podcast, uh, they may want to just subscribe, you know, but um, but yeah, they just get a bag and try it. See if you like it. Uh, We've got it in medium and in dark roast, uh, whole or ground. And so uh, basically, those are our two formats. A lot of people are asking us, hey, are you going to have different other options? And I think maybe. As we get into certain times of the year, like holidays, we may have a specialty blend here and there. But for right now, we're just going to stick with the basics, <laughs> of, uh, you know, and then um, but yeah, then you can you can either get the subscription or you can get a bag of coffee. And yeah. uh, and then we would love to hear from people. Uh, do you love the coffee? You know, mm-hmm. um, or we post, serve- yeah, post on your uh, on your Instagram, post a picture of you drinking the coffee or you yeah. guys, you know, that would be great to, to just that interact would be- a little bit more. Because I know, I know it, when, when the, something like an enterprise like this gets going, it's so important for the women that are on the other end of it, that are in the producing stage to see, yeah. hey, there's, you know, my work not only provides a, fa- uh, provides a job for me, but this dignity because there's people in the States who love this product and, and it just pours dignity into them. So if you have a cup of Dare for More Coffee, go ahead and just snap a picture of it and you can stage it, you know, the coffee with, you know, the coffee with the steam on top with your Bible and your little highlighter and a little candle in the background. I mean, we all stage our coffee photos. I know, I know that we do that. So just go ahead and do that and hashtag dare for more on that one. Yeah. Hashtag dare for more coffee on that. Uh, We would appreciate that. We would love it. Um, And then if you ever want to go with us to Guatemala, uh, I think part of our, uh, part of our trips when we go is going to be an opportunity to go see the process of the coffee, yeah. uh, which I think will be fun for a lot of people. So, well, Ali, I never thought in a million years we would do a podcast about coffee, but we just did one. Yeah. Um, and it's like your favorite topic and you can talk about it all day long. So do you have any just final coffee tips for that person out there who just wants to upgrade their coffee experience just a little bit more? If Before you, we you go know, off the air here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go with, if you don't know what to order at Starbucks, or if you don't know what to order at a coffee shop, or if you're at a coffee shop that's not Starbucks, so you don't know what your favorite drink is, just know, you know, kind of know what you're ordering. If you like a good cup of coffee and you order an Americano, it's going to be an espresso with some hot water. So it's going to be kind of a watered down coffee, but it's still going to have that espresso you know, um, meat to it. If you want a, my favorite is a flat white. And so that's espresso with steamed milk. And so a lot of the little coffee shops are doing, are doing flat white. Um, and then the other really good one is a latte, uh, because I just, I like a good espresso with some steamed milk. And so those are just some good, you know, you can go online and kind of look at different types of coffee, especially if you're at a place that, okay, I've never been here before. I don't know what to order. Um, those are some good options. And if you really want to get fancy and you buy and you order an affogato, this might be a good one for you, Reba, because it's an espresso poured over a scoop of vanilla ice cream. So that just sounds, that sounds like that would be a good idea. Just ruin the ice cream. No, I'm just teasing. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, you know, if you, if you 
grab you a cup of coffee somewhere, maybe brew your own, however you do it. But uh, we'll, we will say, enjoy your coffee today. Yes. And uh, absolutely enjoy your coffee. And abs- and if you get a chance, order back from uh, of the new Dare for More coffee. We would love to have you try it and give us uh, your input. Well, we're going to let you go for the day. Go have a cup of coffee. But uh, next time, uh, we'll, we'll be back on here and we'll be talking maybe, uh, who knows what we're going to talk about next time. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll talk about ice cream. Yeah, we could. It could be our new, we could be a food, this could be a new food, po- food if we, podcast. Yeah, we could do a food and drink podcast. I've done coffee, so you can do like sports drinks or something. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There's, I don't do anything too fancy over here. Right. Yeah. So anyway, well, look, have a great day. You know, we always talk about getting rooted deep and, and as we close off today, we'll just remind you of those truths. Once again, uh, stay, you know, no pun, stay grounded. Um, and, uh, so stay grounded in God's word, stay grounded in his truths today. Uh, you know, do something that puts a smile on your face today, uh, because we all really need that. And if, even if that means grabbing a cup of coffee. So, yeah, that means that for Allie. So, all right, well, listen, have a great day. And until next time, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org. Thank you.